Wait, I thought she died. Hold Ray? on. No, she doesn't die. No, not Ray. Uh, Leia. Oh, oh, in real life. Yeah. The... Yeah, yeah, that's CGI, bro. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? Good. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm feeling good too. Xbox has this thing to where it's called the Xbox Games Pass. And pretty much what it is, is you can pay a subscription per month or per year, I want to say. Pretty much what it does is it gives you a giant catalog of games. And you can download these games whenever you want, as many times as you want, and you can play them as long as you want. You, you quote-unquote own it for the time being until your subscription runs up. It's kind of like Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus, except it's with games. Think of it that way. The cool thing is, is that usually it's about $10 a month, so it's kind of pricey, but the thing is, is that they have a lot of really good titles. They have the Halos, they have Gears of War, they have Devil May Cry, Sea of Thieves, you know, a lot of the big games. But for new and inactive users, Xbox is letting you get the Games Pass for three months for a dollar. That's a steal, bro. I think that, when it, that's when a is, smart When does this go into effect, though? This goes into effect, I want to say, right now. It's like a sale that's going on, so you can buy it and ah. get it. So, if you, you know, want to try who's, it. who's actually still on console. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, console peasants. So if anyone wants <laughs> oh. to... No, 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 listen, okay, consoles, like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> they have their place. We talked about this a couple podcasts ago with the whole, like, couch gaming thing, which I personally miss, but peasants you know that reminds me of you with you in that there's a there's a video on youtube and anybody who can whoever's listening to this can go take a look at it i think it's called console wars on youtube it's an extremely old video and the pc players there's these jesus writing in on a on a on a desktop all of you console peasants are below me oh you know that sort of thing i mean it's true oh my god dude. it's true <laughs> I mean, it's true, though. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. It is nice whenever I'm on my computer and I'm able to play a game with a controller, like Rocket League or something. I'm able to put my feet up and sit back and play on a controller rather than having to sit upright with a keyboard and mouse. I do miss that, you know, the accessibility of a of a controller and just how you can relax a bit. Mouse and keyboard is clearly superior. And well, same and thing the with fact PC. that you can also get emulators on your computer. That's true. You could do that. Just play a GameCube game on the PC. It is super nice that Microsoft is doing this to where you can try this out. And if you don't like it, you literally wasted a single dollar, but you had access to a ton of games and they're popular games too. It's definitely was something to look forward to if you're like, oh, you know, I'm kind of bored and oh, I have an Xbox lying around. I tried it and I really did enjoy it. I tried this actually a while ago. So there's more games now than there was when I tried it, but I still enjoyed it. It was just short-lived for me because I only I I think I spent a dollar for a month, and now it's three months for a dollar, so it's a steal. Definitely check oh. it out. It's Dude, it's worth it in my opinion. Dollar a day keeps your mother away. You know what I mean? But this is like a dollar every three months chance. <laughs> so your mother must be real cheap, real cheap. Oof, oh. oof, oof yeah. savage. <laughs> oof, oof. Um, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox 2, supposedly, if those are what the names are going to be, are going to be the last consoles. Everyone is assuming that that's what's going to happen, 
and I literally have no clue why. Looking into it, trying to read about it, everyone's just saying, oh, they're going to be the last consoles, and that's it. They're not giving a ton of background information. They're not trying to support their hypothesis. They're literally just saying it's going to be the last consoles. If I had to take that stand, and I had to say, yes, that's what I believe, I would honestly say because a lot of PC parts are becoming really cheap. Well, I mean, you say that, and then the new stuff comes out. Those graphics cards that are like $1,000, consoles are a lot cheaper compared to building a PC, so I don't really see any sort of merit to getting rid of consoles entirely what's the whole reason for a console existing a lot of the people as far as xbox and nintendo go they earn most of their money from their exclusives that they get on consoles like nintendo do you don't see nintendo games on pc i just think it's kind of interesting though that in general people are like yo they're going to be the last consoles because here's the thing if microsoft can milk a new console with new exclusive because new parts come out to you know make a better experience they're going to take that. Same thing with Sony. You'd be stupid not to. It's not like, for example, the Xbox 360, I want to say it was it was a console for like seven or eight years, right? And now we're starting to approach that with the Xbox One. So it's like, yo, when the next oh. console comes out and it starts to become obsolete in terms of hardware, then what are they going to do? Are they literally just going to be like, well, we can't do anything? Or are they going to upgrade it? They're going to upgrade it, right? You can only cram so much into a, into a console. Like but, saying that they're like all these little upgrades, I don't think you can upgrade and upgrade every so often because at some point, tweaks and mods that you're doing to that, to that console aren't going to do much more than what the previous one did. Even between the 360 and the Xbox One, you saw a huge difference, a huge difference in performance. Especially when the new Xbox One X's or whatever, you know, came out and they introduced 4K and they had 4K support. Because here's the thing, hard drives are becoming smaller, SSDs are becoming smaller, power supply units are becoming smaller, um, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, GPU is uh, becoming smaller. There you go, come on man, use your words. Use, I, I was trying to say it, it just didn't come out. English is your first language. Okay, listen Chance. Um, <laughs> But no, everything is becoming smaller because we're able to figure out how to compact everything so then we have more space. If you look inside the Xbox One X, you really have a lot of space inside of it. It's just a brick. You, and the you newer know, ones are smaller than the original Xbox One X. Okay, but you want you want to know you want to know something that I find interesting though as far as that goes is for like space inside of consoles. I mean, go go back, take a modern day console, right? Then take a Super Nintendo. Go look what's actually inside of one of them. I'm saying more so on if you're wanting to have like a little little experience, go 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 see what we had to deal with us as kids, like you and me, what we had to play compared to what all these kids get to play now for their childhood gaming console. You know how fucking old I feel when I when I hear when I talk to a kid and they're like, "What the fuck's a Game Boy?" I was in uh, one of my buddy's chats and he was talking about the first gaming console or you know game device that you had that was yours and mine was a nintendo 64 i got it for like my fourth or fifth birthday and yes. i got donkey kong 64 you know oh. that good stuff some of the dudes in the chat were like uh game boy advance uh uh nintendo wii and i'm like wait are you serious that makes me feel so old because i got a 64 I mean, game, boy, game boy advance isn't that much farther off from the n64 the game I mean, boy or advance is yeah you know that's a good five years if i'm not mistaken i don't i don't think it was too much longer because the n64 was out right around when the game boy color or was it right as the game boy advance came out i really don't know oh see now i'm gonna now it's gonna bother me i need to look that back up later hold on i'm looking Bro. it up right now 
Oh. March. Okay, so the Game Boy Advance was released on March 21st, 2001. The Nintendo 64 was released on September 26th, three days after my birthday, 1996. So two two years and three days after my birthday. So that was Not, a that was a good dude. That's like that's five I mean, years. I was right. It was five years. Yeah, that that's I a guess. that's a because here's the thing. When I was like four or five, when I got the Nintendo 64, right. So by the time the Game Boy Advance came out, you know, I was pushing eight, right? Oh, seven. Bro, oh, seven. I, no, 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 listen, listen. Seven or eight, right? Some of the kids, I don't know when they got their first thing. You know, it could have been 12 or something like that for them. But I, I remember when I got my Game Boy Advance, I was like, oh, this is lit. Still, you know, it's that whole idea of I used, I was, I was raised with these really old consoles and these new young kids, new young kids, these young kids <laughs> are young kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're getting stuff, you know, like an Xbox or an iPad or, you know, a, a a, a Nintendo DS. I that's what it was, a Nintendo DS. One of the kids his first thing was a Nintendo DS. That was a good handheld. Nintendo DS release. That was like 2008, I think. 4, 2004. November 21st, 2004. Wait, 2004. When the fuck did you say that the Game Boy Advance came out? 2001. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I need to go back. I need to go plug in my old 64. Dude, you you had the 64 when I was birthed dude listen i had the 64 and i had it for such a long time i had all the good games i had the ocarina of time i had donkey kong i had the original smash i had uh super mario or like the original mario or whatever and then my mother sold it at a garage sale for 25 dollars did you have mario kart as well or did you not yes i also had i had like all the good games and she sold it i need dude i need some rareware get get, get, we need some rareware man i need banjo kazooie Yeah, Banjo-Kazooie and Donkey Kong 64. I need some more of that in my life. Please, 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 please. (laughs) Please. uh, Okay. Let's let's talk about this because this article has been going around and everyone's like, oh, this is a really, really cool idea. There is an anonymous millionaire who wants to buy a private island. I don't know where. He just wants to buy a private island and he wants to make a special personalized real-life battle royale not real life with real guns it'd be airsoft guns and they would have like a special armor on their okay, body no no no, no. let's not let's don't let's not skimp out on the details here if you're gonna be making a battle royale, you better be giving me a real fucking gun chance why do you want to yeah. kill people <laughs> i'm sadistic <laughs> lord have mercy no 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 no, no. um so they would have like a special armor with like super sensitive like pads and stuff to tell when like they got hit um, of course, that would be kind of rough because it's like, oh, what if, you know, like a stick hits them or something like that? You know what I mean? It would work to where the airsoft bullets would hit you. You know, you would lose health depending on where you got shot kind of thing. And then he also wants this anonymous millionaire wants to hire a special guy to work for a solid like three months. I think I read it was three months or something. And he would make $1,500 a day and he would work on customizing the island and working on all the equipment for three months. Oh my god. Dude, if this comes to fruition, sign me the hell up. Dude, I would want to do that so bad. Everyone's and like, if... wait, Mr. Beast? <laughs> but I doubt it's him. Dude, if they do squad, you and me, let's Dude, do it. That'd be lit. That'd Dude, be so much hell fun. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering how that's going to work, though. If, are they gonna ha- I'm wondering if, if after every session, they're going to have somebody go around, or like a team of people go around and put the guns back in random locations like they do in real battle they, that's what i'm guessing they would do they would probably have a, a dude whose job would literally to be go around the island and randomize everything 
Because this is this is another aspect that I thought to be really cool. This doesn't have to do with randomization or anything. It would take place over a course of, I want to say, three days. You would drop in, and you would have already the uh, the appropriate amount of food, water. Like, you would have all of that stuff given to you, so you didn't have to legitimately, like, scavenge and everything, because that could get a little scary, you know? Like, this guy doesn't want to get sued because someone legitimately dies from starvation kind of thing. But he would give you everything that you need, and you would literally battle royale it out. I don't know how the circle would work. It would take three days, they said, to complete. So I would assume the circle would come in really, really slow kind of thing. Ooh. That would be so sick. Three days doing nothing but being in the wild. Imagine if you're taking a dump and you died. <laughs> That's the only thing I think of. Like You're sitting there or whatever, and all of a sudden you're like, well... I just got shot in the head. I'm dead, but I got to finish this poop. <laughs> That'd be so good. So good. Is this could be like a thing where you're actually in a legitimate plane and they make you jump out? I'm not sure because the thing is, is that they would have to then hire 60 or 100, however many people would be jumping. They would have to hire that many people to parachute with them. And they would have to be really careful because, unless, of course, you know, like they sign liability waivers and stuff, they could get sued if someone's parachute doesn't go off. So it's it sounds like something that everyone would start in a designated area. I would assume that there would be a center that everyone would start out in. So, that sounds more like Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes and no. Yes, because how are you actually going to get people to parachute out? I, I don't know. I feel like that'd be a little too much. I think my approach to this would be you would load up everybody into a truck on like in that truck. Everybody could be like, OK, I want to get off here. You know what I mean? Oh, have everything kind of predetermined. Yeah. Oh, that would that's that's a smart well, idea. Well, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't I would guess I wouldn't say like predetermined, but like at any point you want the truck driver to stop to let you off, let you off. You know what I mean? Um, that'd be kind of cool. But I feel like because mm. well, then at that point, it's like you'd be able to choose at what point you'd be able to quote unquote land. Depending on how big the island is and how which kind of path they're going to take, that might be a little rough. We'll just have to see really when. When he, this guy, if, if he does, eventually if he does, yeah, yeah, but no, just think about it. That would be so sick to actually have some sort of real life, quote unquote, real life battle royale. It is real life, but you're not actually killing people. But so. then who, what would the winner get? That's what I'm wondering. Everyone's assuming it would be some sort of like plaque or maybe some cash prize. Like everyone puts in, you know, like a hundred dollars. And so, you know, it's what, 10,000. A hundred thousand dollars. A hundred, a hundred times, yeah, a hundred. Is what? If, if they go, if they go for ten thousand, ten thousand, ten thousand dollars for winning know. a three-day battle royale. That'd be pretty I, sick. I, I, I'd do that. that I'd that's, do that too. That's, that's that's some good money right there. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Come on, anonymous millionaire, get it done. The world needs this. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. It, it it honestly sounds kind of like the dude is just trying to get some clout, but if clout? you clout, clout, yeah, as in like he's just trying to get attention oh well but he's trying to get attention then but clout's the word that everyone uses chance i i don't use that word daniel that's fine no one asked you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh but no like unless if he's trying to get you know like attention or clout or something if you have the money and the patience and the determination to do it you could definitely pull this off i've honestly don't get me wrong like i don't want to try and 
say like, oh, I've thought about this before, but this has been something that's crossed my mind and that I've talked to with some buddies. It's like, what if you actually did something like this? That would be so sick. Like when PUBG was a thing, my buddies and I were like, wait, what if you could actually buy an island and do this? It'd be so sick. So I'm not saying I thought of it first, but I thought of well, it first. And honestly, people have done this. You, you, you ever heard of the, the guys called Corridor Digital or Node? Nope. Oh my God, dude, you're missing out on some great content. Corridor Digital and Node, they're ran by the exact same group of people. Just like how this millionaire is doing this, or at least speculated to be doing this Battle Royale island thing, which um, I don't know if it'll be Nerf or BB guns. These two channels, what they'll do is they'll go to a uh, registered airsoft field. They'll bring a bunch of airsoft guns, and basically with a team, they go out and set them around in random little places and houses, and it's what they do for content a few times. I'd have to send you a video at some point. Watching the video is what I would assume this millionaire's thing to be but i would assume it's pretty much that except just on a grander scale is all just that with more people yeah exactly in, in, in all honesty so a few things that we just wanted to mention super smash bros is apparently going to get a stage builder mode so a lot of people are happy about that the gtx 1650s apparently have been leaked and what's really interesting is apparently you can get ray tracing on the 1660s which a lot of people are saying don't do because the card isn't powerful enough to do it but if you want to, you know, it's it's there if you want to have 10 FPS. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, it just yeah. sounds, it sounds, yeah. This is unrelated to video games, but it's pretty cool. Scientists have taken, or astronomers, I should say, have taken the first actual picture of a black hole. And that was released earlier this past week. So look at that if you haven't already. It's pretty neat because it's not something that anyone has ever seen before. And it was about 15 million light years away or something like that. Something super, super far. To even see the picture is pretty astounding. PlayStation Plus is offering free name changes. If you want to change your name, it's free. And then after that, it's normal price, which is, I think, like $10 or like seven pounds or something like that. I don't know. Depending on where you're at, it's right around there. There's a giant Nintendo Switch game sale. So if you want to get some super good games like Smash Bros or Bayonetta, I think I saw some Kirby games or something like that on there. Check it out. Like the, like the Kirby Superstar Allies or whatever the hell it's called? I think so. I honestly don't know. It's under $50 USD, so I'm not sure what that equates to in Europe, if they even do it over in Europe. But check that out. For everyone who likes to play Monster Hunter Worlds, apparently in early May there's going to be a Witcher 3 crossover where they're going to be adding different weapons and different enemies from the Witcher 3 into Monster Hunter. So you're going to get Leshens and whatever else they have. It's been a while since I played, so I can't remember. Just for the record, we do not condone racism in any way, shape, or form. This next section that we're going to talk about real quick involves a racial slur in a video game. The Division 2 had a racial slur removed from some posters. So apparently in game there were some there were some billboards and they had racial slurs and people complained about it enough to where the team at the Division 2 uh, took them down, which I don't see anything wrong with them. It's a slur in a post-apocalyptic game. Hey, let me say something about the whole the, the racial slur thing. Now, what two things? Number one, what was the, the slur that was apparently in the game? I couldn't find it, honestly. I mean, okay. it, it was probably, since it was a racial slur, it was probably something against African-Americans. And number two, I guess it's, it's more so, it's like, why does it matter? People need to be less sensitive. Let's compare today's society and then let's compare the 90s and 80s. 90s was like this was the gross out humor. It was the, the pushing the envelope. You know what I mean? In terms of what's acceptable and what's not. But now we got these. The world's just filled with parents can't have the slightest bit of violence in anything. 
or word bad words bad words bad content violence gore like parents don't they need to grow a spine is really what i'm saying it's it's infuriating to me and i know it's infuriating to a lot of other gamers because they get called out for for dumb shit we're, we're definitely going off on a different topic but i totally agree with with what you're saying i think though that really stems to how the generation just is when it comes to total acceptance but the, now we're starting into like some psychological on esports we're gonna start with overwatch overwatch league and first we have san francisco shock second new york excelsior third the vancouver titans fourth los angeles gladiators fifth london spitfire tied for sixth we have dallas fuel and shengdu hunters eighth we have paris eternal ninth boston uprising tenth we have philadelphia fusion tied for 11th we have hongzhou spark and los angeles valiant 13th we have houston outlaws 14th shanghai dragons 15th Seoul Dynasty, 16th Toronto Defiant, 17th Florida Mayhem, 18th Atlanta Reign, 19th we have Washington Justice, and 20th we have the Gongzu Charge. Nice. Mm. Nice. Gongzu Charge, bro. They've been down at the bottom for quite a while. Maybe they should give up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I really don't know, but really don't know. Maybe they should give up. Just my personal opinion. They yeah. suck. G- groin yeah they said growing chance so for the lcs they had playoffs just recently team liquid beat tsm 3-2 so there's not much to report there and then in the semifinals, we had og being fanatic in lec europe moving on to call of duty world league uh, in division a we have gen g in first second we have midnight third optic fourth red reserve fifth luminosity sixth uyu like again that really weird looking name uh seventh reciprocity eighth evil geniuses in division b and first we have hunted thieves second we have e united third we have heretics fourth splice fifth team envy sixth enigma sixth seventh denial and eighth accelerate and i'm pretty sure that's it i want to say the call of duty uh tournaments are going to be starting here somewhat soon but i'm not sure when that is i've never had the time to sit down and watch any of these esports events myself well honestly if you want to if you want to sit down and watch it or watch something, you know, the Fortnite World qualifiers, World Cup qualifiers are going on. I want to say it's every Saturday and Sunday, and they're actually super cool. So we had a, I'm going to include this, but we had to uh, film this podcast in two separate days for a couple different reasons. And before we started filming the second half, I started watching some of the Fortnite World Cup qualifiers, and they're actually super, super fun to watch. They, I'm not a big fan of Fortnite, like I said, but I enjoy watching it, and I'm incredibly entertained. The topic of Fortnite, because the World Cup is going on, this is kind of interesting. A lot of people haven't really talked about it much, but it should be something that needs to be addressed, especially from Epic Games, as you know, they are an incredibly large company at this point in time. They have the block, and pretty much what the block is, is any person can create a map within a specified area. If Epic Games really likes that map, they can put it on the live map that everyone plays. So let's just say if I'm a really good, uh, really good forger, I guess is what you could call like a forge mode from Halo. Let's just say I want to build a uh, an airport or something like that or some sort of hangar. I could build it if Epic likes it, then they can put it in the map. There's this person who created a mansion and it looked really cool. I was looking at the pictures. Epic Games quickly removed it and everyone was like, wait, what's going on? 
someone complained about it. I shouldn't say someone. A decent amount of people complained that at the basement of this mansion, there was a tipped over chair and it looked like someone was hanging from the ceiling. So everyone was complaining that Epic Games was incredibly insensitive, very, very poor when it comes to judgment. And they're just like, why would you not completely look at these maps before they're put into the game especially if there's you know suicides or something like that or something you know provocative in the maps and so everyone was just like bro like you seriously need to get your crap together because there is no reason that a suicide scene should be live in a server where many many little kids are playing you know what i mean average fortnite population when it comes to players is you know, anywhere probably from 10 all the way up to, say, 16. And those are the people who are super prone to being influenced like that. This is this kind of stems into what I was saying earlier, um, j- literally just a couple seconds ago with. Uh, I, it's another it's another one of those sensitive topics you but you'll you see plenty of suicide scenes in other games. You know what I mean? I see what you're trying to say, but I think that people being a little sensitive to that topic in particular, especially in a battle royale that's one free and easily I, accessible to a ton of young kids, I, I, I think under, they. I, think I they... understand that point. I understand that point. Like, I understand that plenty of little kids play this game, plenty of teenagers play this game, and plenty of adults play this game. Like, it's just a scene. It's it's just a game. You know what I mean? And if you're gonna complain about this map this specific portion of the map having this one vague scene in it, then really you should be, then in all honesty, you might as well just complain about every other game that has a suicide scene in it. I think the difference though, between another game that has a suicide scene and this game is that this game is rated, is it E or is it T? I think it's T because of fantasy violence. Yeah, fantasy violence. Yeah, but most suicide scenes in other games are rated M where you can get away with a lot more because it's a higher rating for a higher mature audience, more mature audience. And honestly, I mean, you honestly see what I'm saying. I see what you're saying, but to, but I disagree with you in the sense that people need to get over it, especially if the game is, if the game isn't rated M, there shouldn't be anything like that. No, like I, I get that. It's, it's like if it's like if you took Minecraft, right? Let's 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 take Minecraft for example. If you take Minecraft and add an ability to kill yourself with a rope, you know what I mean? Like that shouldn't be in the game. Yeah. Like like because that that's a game that's rated E for everyone. Yeah. But I, I, I do see what you mean, though, in, yeah. in terms of it shouldn't be in the game. But somebody made it, and the content creators put it there. That's true. Like they, they put it in the main map. So obviously, either they didn't look at the entirety of the map, or they did look at it all, and they just didn't see what everybody else was seeing. And, and just due to popular outrage, they took it down. I think it still kind of stems back to, though, Epic Games needs to be a little more careful with what they pick and choose, especially because, you know, Fortnite has the largest audience right now in the world oh, and it yeah, still continues do. to have it. Yeah. They do need to play it safe. I'm not saying yeah. they shouldn't. Yeah. But I'm also I'm also pretty firm on the fact that pe- people just need to be less sensitive about about certain things. Yeah. But especially with suicide rates raising in the United States, uh, more more even so the world, you know, I feel like it's it's definitely something that people shouldn't take super lightly. You got to be a little it's, more careful it's, it's about another, it. It's another touchy, touchy subject. game called Anno 1800. It's pretty much a, a world builder. Think of it as something like that, or kind of think of it as like City Skylines, except different. Anno has made a ton of different games, more in the past and some in the future. So you can look those up if you want to, but this one is Anno 1800. Apparently it was on Steam 
and it was given to Epic Games as well to sell. People who bought it through Steam got an email one day and they said that Ono is going to be taken down from Steam and put exclusively on the Epic Games store. But all the pre-orders, all the DLC that was already ordered, everything that was ordered through Steam would still be granted. You won't be able to find the game on Steam. It will only be on the Epic Games Store. Does that mean that people who got it on Steam will not be getting any updates to the game? They will still get the updates. They'll still get everything as if the game was, quote-unquote, still on Steam, but no one will be able to find it on Steam. Then just keep the fucking game on Steam. <laughs> That's what I'm... Like, like honestly. It's, it's almost aggravating to the point now. Don't get me wrong. Game companies that are putting their games through Epic Games are making smart choices for themselves. Listen to what I'm saying. For themselves. Because I... Epic Games... They only ask for, I think it's 14% of the total sale. Steam asks for, I think it's the low 30s, low 30%, so let's just say 32%. So that means that every game that's sold on Steam, game companies are making less money than if they sell it through the Epic Games Store. But, yeah, but there's so many more players on the Steam platform than there is the Epic Games platform. Thing is, is exactly what you just said. There's more players on Steam, less players on the Epic Games Store. More people use Steam because they don't like Epic. So it's just like, I don't understand what's happening. I also don't understand why games are starting to flock towards Epic Games, the Epic Games Store, simply because it, it, because if it's about money, kind of makes sense, but it's not right. Because it doesn't make that it doesn't make that much sense. Still, though, because for game more... for game companies, it does because they're getting more profit, more net profit than yes. But simply... you have to look at the amount of people that's on each platform. You might get more profit per sale. Yeah, you're you're gonna do that if you're gonna go to the Epic Game Store, but you're gonna have a lot less people buying it on the Epic Game Store. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to say. You, it it looks smart for a company, literally in terms of monetary in um in income. But it doesn't make sense because they're theoretically going to be selling much less on the Epic Games Store. So this yeah. whole Anno 1800 game, when it when that happened, everyone's like, wait, why in the world would you do that? Especially because there are already so many people on Steam. It, it honestly makes no sense. Like I said, it makes sense for the company themselves to do it at a for you know like the very early stages of the game because then they're probably going to be getting more money because more people are going to want to play the game. They're going to have to go through the Epic Game Store, but that's going to leave people disappointed. It's going to leave people frustrated. It's going to leave people angry because they want it on Steam. So it's going to leave them boycotting the damn games. There's been so many games recently that players have been boycotting, and this is the exact same problem that with that we're going to go through with this game probably not as big of a deal with this game but it's gonna be the same si similar situation as when we had with the outer world a game that got thrown onto the epic game store and it's not going to come out on steam for another year afterward i don't know i i think that game companies should see that people don't want to go on the epic game store and they shouldn't look at it literally in terms of money it just really sucks that i mean it makes sense because Game developers need to make money so then they can pay their workers, then they can make more games, invest in new stuff. So, like I said, money-wise, it makes sense. But after awesome. after the first like day or two of release, it makes no sense because people are going to, one, they're going to quit playing it or they're just straight up going to boycott it, like you said. It would make sense if the, if the game companies would talk to the community and if the community isn't for it, then they don't do it. But to just all of a sudden start pulling games to the Epic Game Store because you get more money per game sale is a load of bogus to me. It, I, I don't think that money should be the driving force. Yes, I know I'll probably get a lot of 
uh, kickback for that. But no, honestly, not, no, 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 you're not going to get a lot of kickback for that because that's that's completely true. Game developers shouldn't be looking at just purely profit. They, that, that, that we're running into that problem now where we're going to let's look at Bethesda. They become very money hungry. Like look back at uh, EA. Like even like Skyrim, Skyrim is a little bit iffy because they had the whole what was it the the paid mods the Bethesda I could, workshop I, yeah I have no clue but they they had that and it was like okay you're you're trying to help modders like because because the people who made the mods made a small bit of profit for everybody who downloaded the mod onto a console and yeah. that's bring that that's bringing mods to console mm-hmm. that's fine but now look at Fallout seventy six where they want you to spend money on very low effort skins and paint jobs that normally should be in the game already. And there's a big reason as to why the game has been getting so much flack for the reason why it hasn't because of money hungry, triple a title companies. Yeah. And then we could, I mean, we could go on this for hours and hours and hours because you look at EA and EA is doing this. Everyone hates EA uh, literally because they're so money hungry, microtransactions, et cetera. When, when did EA go wrong? That's what I'm wondering. Like Ooh. when did that, when did, when did this money hungry thing start with EA? Whenever they started introducing loot boxes that you had to pay for. And don't get me wrong. That wasn't something that I'm not sure if EA came up with it. But as soon as EA caught whiff of it and they're like, oh, we could do this and people would buy these for skins and stuff, that's when it all started to go downhill. Because I can remember playing FIFA 2002 on the Nintendo GameCube. EA was fine. They did fine. It was a good game. It was fun. I can remember playing games after that that were fun. But then all of a sudden, everyone's like, yo, you have to buy loot boxes now. And I was like, wait, what? It's just really unfortunate to kind of to kind of come full circle. It's really unfortunate that games are being pulled from the Steam store to be put onto the Epic Games Store. It's a very scummy way for these companies to be getting money. Why do you think I've lost so much investment in, in AAA titles? It's like, I'd much rather go give money to these small-time indie developers than I would giving money to these cash-hungry companies. Hey, I just got a little bit of news as well. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, Chance. No, tell me. no this is something new. A little birdie just told me, or just showed me. Borderlands 3 is not coming to Steam as of yet. Oh, yeah, that's common knowledge, bro. That's been out for like a week and a half. I did not know this. I did not know that it was going to be on a six-month grace period. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on the Epic Game Store for and six months, and then after that, it'll be on Steam. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. So everyone is pretty mad about it. Is everybody but... pissed about that, too? Well, I would say people are pissed about it, but here's the thing. People are pissed about it because they don't like Epic Games, the Epic Game Store. But at least it has it wasn't one of those things to where it went on pre-order on Steam and then all of a sudden it got pulled kind of thing. From the well, start, you, when they announced, they said it's going to be on the Epic Game Store for six months. So everyone's known from the beginning. But that's so dumb. But you can't pre-order, you can't pre-order it on Steam. No. That, at least as of now, what? I'm pretty sure you can't. Okay. All right. All right, Epic. Cool your jets a little bit. Let's uh, let Steam have some of these bigger titles. Which again. And not to get back into this, I'm just going to say this and we can move on. But again, it kind of proves that companies are getting a little money hungry because here's the thing. It wasn't Epic Games necessarily. It was Gearbox who's like, yeah, we want to go to the Epic Games store. So there's definitely some sort of contract tie thing between the two, which is why Borderlands 3 is going to be on the Epic Games store. Now, moving on, because we really hit that hard. Tell me <laughs> what you just told me about 30 minutes ago, Chance, about PUBG. All right, so this is funny. I, I, I'm finding this out on PCGamer.com. Apparently, PUBG has been banned in Nepal, and it is a physical crime to play 
PUBG in Nepal. Physical crime? It is a crime to play PUBG. That is weird. Why? Why? Now, here we are. I'm gonna read. A, I'm gonna bring, bring a little segment of this for anybody who's watching. Again, it's from PC Gamer. You can look this up. The title is "PUBG has been banned in Nepal." And there's also another link to rock paper scissor or rock paper shotgun. There's a whole another article there, but I am not gonna be signing up for this, so I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> Player known battleground has been bent in Nepal effective today, according to a report in the Kathmandu Post. The move comes from after the Nepal Metropolitan Crime Division filed a public interest litigation with the Kathmandu District Court, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong. The Nepal Telecommunications Authority has called for all internet service providers and mobile service providers to block the game. We received, and here's here's a statement from them. We received a number of complaints from parents, schools, and school associations regarding the effect of the game on children. The Metropolitan Crime Division Chief Dirhal, I can't say that name, <laughs> told the Kathmandu Post, we also held discussions for psychiatrists before requesting the the Kathmandu District Court for permission to ban the game. They went on to say that the move was inspired by advice from psychiatrists. Parents and schools have complained that the game was affecting their children's studies and making them more aggressive. When we consulted the psychiatrist, they said that the violence in the game can make people aggressive in real life. Oh my god. Reading that makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, because it's been proven, again, like, don't get me wrong, there are special cases to where, you know, there there are even videos on YouTube where people have been grounded and their video games have been taken away and they get super aggressive but for the most part as a whole that doesn't do that to everyone it's just an unfortunate side effect that people become so addicted that they would go to that stage you can't, you can't blame the game for something that somebody does because there are millions of people that play PUBG. there's millions of people that play apex and even fortnite where are all these aggressive people that these people are saying that there should be well you kind of also they're, have to you also well, there's have... special cases because it's it's not so it's not the game the game's not at fault yeah because if you look at it there's a ton of movies that are spy movies that are just take out all these different movies that have these types of things crime uh bank robberies uh you know ncis kind of stuff i don't know just take entertainment movies tv shows all that as a whole and why can't we start banning some of those things? Because they theoretically are going to be doing the same thing as a game does, except with it's, a game you're able to control it. It's always the it's always video games that are at fault in the media. It's never movies. It's never books. It's it's always video games, and I I don't understand why at this day and age we're even still targeting video games as the source of violence. It makes me angry. Yeah, it makes and me angry I, too. I, it makes me angry because video games are an accepted source of social media at this point. The news stations just can't stop pointing blame at video games. Video games will hurt, uh, will change the mind of your children. You your children will be seduced by some old elderly man in 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 a video game. It's like it does the same shit if you're watching a YouTube video. I mean, that's still someone talking to you. I I can see where you're coming from, and I agree with you. I don't think that video games should be targeted. I think it all kind of stems to who the person is. Oh, man, we're going to go on so many different tangents, but I'm, I'm going to pull this one as well. The whole gun violence thing. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, not everyone should have to get background checked. Or some people are like, everyone should have to get background checked. It's kind of like that same idea where, yeah, we're not going to have a lot of terrorists or a lot of shooters go out, but there will be very few people who decide to do that. And it's the same same idea. Not the same, not the same thing, but the same idea with video games. 
on, on the gun control thing, I do the, the one thing I do agree on is, is if you are gonna own a gun, you should have some sort of background check. I will agree on that. Yeah, or I will agree on that, but um, it, it's kind of the same idea. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you should have some sort of background check. You know, if you want to get a gun, but it's not like you can do that with video games. But there will be very few people who will have a gun who will go shoot shoot up, you know, a school or something like that. And there will be some people who play video games that are going going to be incredibly violent. It's not like video games are causing violence. It's not like guns kill. It's not like you know a like a gun kills a person. It like a video game and a I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to add this, but um, it, it's kind of the same idea to where it's not necessarily the thing's fault. It's the person. Blame entirely rests on the person. You can't blame the media. Or when they blame, or when the person that's convicted, you can't take what they say by blaming this video game. This is the reason why I'm so angry. It's because I play these games all the time. You can't associate the two, the two things. Yeah, because then it kind of stems into mental health, and that is a big problem today. At, at that point, at that point, it it kind of is. It's like there's something wrong with the person. Like I have problems, and I and I openly admit that. You know, I don't I don't go blaming violent video games that I play on that. You know what I mean? It's a case by case thing, and it's definitely more so the person than it is the game. I I do see why people blame violent video games. I do see why people have blamed PUBG for their students becoming more aggressive or not doing as well in school. I do understand that, but it's not the game's fault. It's not like someone wakes up and decides that they're going to create a game that is going to act like you're in a in a war zone and you have to kill people and it's not like they're trying to make it to where the game makes you aggressive they're creating a game that is good that people are going to want to play so then they can get paid kind of thing it makes sense as to why some people are like that but then again it's a case by case chant or case by case thing people are dumb in all in all senses of the word Moving on from there, what are you playing, Chance? Tell me what you're playing. Tell me what you enjoy about it. Honestly, same thing as last week. I've been getting super into Kenshi, and I've been going back and playing Apex again. Came came across a, a nice hacker today, you know. Nice. It was, pretty, it was pretty nice, you know. It was nice poking my head out of the rock and immediately getting domed. Nice. Pretty nice, you know. I, I totally didn't get, stand up and uh, flip my keyboard and rage. Yeah, I've yeah. came across a lot of hackers, but it hasn't been recent. There's a lot that as, came across. It hasn't been as bad, and I'm not sure if Fortnite is still suffering from a heavy hacker uh, player base or not yet. Oh, I never see any hackers in Fortnite. I don't play it, but I watch a lot of streams, and I never see people suffer from it. But yeah, just Kenshi, Apex, um, Starbound. I've been just kind of going back through my list. Total War, Total War, uh, uh, Warhammer 2. I love those games. I love the Total War franchise, dude. It's so good. Never actually played it. So if you like two different segments to this game, it's like the main game is like an overworld where one character kind of like represents your army and you move that player, that like army on the overworld every turn. And when you go into a battle, it goes into like a, a real time strategy uh, map and you play it out through there. Ooh, that sounds nice. And, you know, ca- certain characters are better against others and some characters are just meat shields, that kind of thing. I have been playing a lot of apex for whatever reason i don't know why i just really enjoy playing it i feel like i've been getting really good it's too good it is i played with this one guy who thought i was some i think it was some uh division streamer or something like that apparently we have close to the same name so nice but i carried him sadly i could not get the dub i got 12 kills and did 2700 damage but i couldn't get the dub 
because the, he sadly died and I wasn't able to get his thing, but the other teammate was absolute dog crap and just straight up, straight up couldn't carry hard enough. I was doing my best, but the one guy was super nice. I've been playing Killing Floor 2 a little bit here and there. I downloaded Spellbreak, and I haven't really tried it much, but not a big fan of it so far. And then I did, <laughs> you're going to laugh at me, I did re-download Pokemon Go because I wanted to try it again. And it's actually kind of fun. It gives me something to do in my free time. If Pokemon Go released in the state that it is now, and it released today as as it is currently, I think it would have would have been a, lo- a much larger hit than it was back when it originally released. I, it was really funny because I started, I think I picked it up yesterday or the day before, and I was driving home from Walmart after doing some shopping, and I was sitting in my parking lot about to walk in. I come across a shiny bag on. I was like, wait, what? Like, I just started playing again. I already got a shiny, like, lit. Even though it sucks, he's like one of the worst... When it comes to, I think it's like defense. I think his defense is really, really bad, but it's shiny. So my main issue with Pokemon Go is that you have to catch new Pokemon. Like you, like you can't, you can't keep this like one Eevee and you can't just train it up and raise it and raise it and raise it because then it, at some point it just costs too much candy. True. Yeah, that's that's something that I wish that they changed where you can actually battle stuff, kind of like the actual Pokemon games. You know, the you get a. Game. You get like a yeah. Bulbasaur or something like that at the start. I was always into the grass starters, so I always got the grass starters. But, uh, you know, Bulbasaur, and it was at level 5, and then you battle stuff in the wild, and then it trains. I wish it was something like that. The way that they do it now is a little funky. You know, oh, it, it is bro, what it you, is. You know, you're, you're a Bulbasaur? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Turtwig. Oh, okay. Yeah, if yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so favorite, favorite starter grass starter would probably be i really liked grovile and um septile uh, um, so yeah, i like trico. trico yeah i really liked yeah, him yeah. no i was more of a mudkip I, I liked mudkip but everyone liked him too much and it just got <laughs> annoying because that's he, all he i became, heard he became this big meme yeah I, i'm not sure yeah, if the yeah, meme yeah. is still around but it was like so i heard you like mudkips yeah th- that those kind of low Gosh. quality not not very not very much thought put into it memes yeah I always like the grass starters, so, you know, hate on me if you will, but I thought grass oh, starters were honestly the best. They were always the ones that had the most defense, so I felt like I could always kill almost anything, even fire. The, so The the problem was is that grass types have the most weaknesses as well. Shh, the NPCs don't need to know that because <laughs> I sucked, so. <laughs> oh, goodness, man. So, yeah. Anyway, that concludes the fourth, I want to say, the fourth podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, go ahead and uh, follow us on whatever you're listening on, iTunes, Pocket Casts. I don't think anyone listens on Podbean because Podbean is pretty sucky, but hey, it works. It's a good hosting. <laughs> so uh, check out Chance's YouTube. Check out my Twitch, my Twitter. Everything's down below, so check it out if you enjoyed listening to us. This is Dan. This is Chance, and we'll see you guys next time. Yo, Pog. Let's go.